0: This is Sirius FM on 105.7 broadcasting in the East Rand. This just gone 20 Central African Time at that time of the morning where we join our very own uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smitha from uh, Cape Town. Cape Town people, everyone, hey, don't turn around. Yes, who's in town? He's from Cape Town, our very own uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smitha. Uh, Mufti Saab, nawalaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, I drink this wine a beautiful Juma morning, Mufti.
1: Wa alaikum as wa rahmatullahi <laughs> ta'ala wa barakatuh, And all our listeners are there. Indeed, a wonderful, uh, blessed uh, Juma again. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has with us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us. Uh, that we are still of those people who are alive on this blessed day,
0: no, Absolutely, Mufti sahab. You know, we should be grateful. You know, as the seconds uh, tick the time out, we don't know when we'll be bowled or when we'll be caught out. And when our innings will end. And, uh, the one thing guaranteed, you don't get a second innings in this dunya, Mufti Saab.
1: G, G, Only one chance and that also is a blessing. Otherwise we would have been answerable for both innings, for both, uh, times that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us life in this world, you know. So one life and one answerability, G. Ah, uh, like guys. Hey, hey, Mufti, don't worry. I'll get reincarnated
0: second innings <laughs> and reincarnated third innings and re <laughs> Hey. Yeah. I mean uh okay we leave that to another topic Mufti Saab. looking at okay. your questions coming through he says Asana alaikum Mufti, how do we deal with inflation
1: and a rising food prices? Yes, Shabbat, you know, that is something uh, that uh, we all have to deal in, we all have to, uh, to cope with, you know, so prices is controlled by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, depending on how much good the ummah makes in uh, good deeds, how much uh, good and how much uh, repentance they make, you know, that is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala controls the prices, so if you make abundant uh, istighfar, and we repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then food prices will drop, but if we increase in sin and vice and evil then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala escalates and increases the food prices number one, number two we should only buy those things which we consider to be essential, you know Uh, if we don't buy certain things then these uh, manufacturers, they will be forced to drop their prices because there's no market for it, but because there's always a market for certain things that is how they manipulate and increase uh, the prices, so we start avoiding such things, inshallah, and then uh, they will be forced to drop their prices as well. Gee,
0: look at this question: says, uh, Do you know if a paternal grandparents also receive a crown on the day of Jannah if your grandchild becomes a half-ears? Uh,
1: Very good question. Yes, we know that the parents will receive a crown that will be brighter and more luminous uh, than uh, the sun. So we can imagine how bright the sun is, you know, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is generous. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, also most kind. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do that for the parents, then inshallah, we hope that Allah will give that uh, honor uh, to the grandparents as we all Shafaat, uh, because uh, they are definitely part of the intercession of uh, that half his child, you know, uh, one half his child will be able to intercede on behalf of his family members. So they will fall under the intercession, in insha'Allah, they will be uh, from those people who will be honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also. G.
0: Is it uh, permissible to perform Jum'ah before uh, Mufti Sab?
1: Juma for uh, Hanafi and juma for Shafi people can only be performed after Zawal. That we should understand, you know, reading Salatul Jum'ah prior to Zawal renders uh, the Jum'ah invalid. So uh, I think uh, what happened here is that people travel uh, abroad overseas, etc., and uh, they see people performing uh, Jum'ah there before Zawal. So that is one view, according uh, to Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, that is not for us. They are applicable to those places. Wherever we are, we have to keep Jum'ah after Zawal in order for it to be valid, G.
0: Assalamu alaikum uh,
1: Is it permissible to charge a process fee
0: on a loan, no Mufti?
1: Anything that you add on the loan, even if they agree upon it, you know, that will be considered as interest as usually and as such uh, should be abstained from. A uh, loan should be given with a kind heart because you are assisting someone who's already down. But remember, a person will only come for a loan if he's really in need of that. Otherwise, what is the use of, uh, uh, of uh, you know, uh, going into debts? and uh, acquiring debts etc which you will have to pay afterwards so no you cannot charge a process fee for a loan that will be regarded as interest which is completely haram g
0: is the current drought in uh, europe a sign of qiyama or a form of punishment mufti
1: Shufat, you saw that uh how many rivers uh, dried up in europe in China as well, and I think in America. So yes, that is a sign of kiyama, and it is also a form of a punishment, because water is the, the essence of life, and without water uh, we cannot live, and uh, those people who are dependent on hydropower, whereby they use water to convert it into energy and electricity, uh, they are suffering as well, and together with that uh, there's a heat wave, so uh, many many things get affected, uh, uh, the people's crops, vegetation, uh, that dies down, the animals uh, die, you know. And, uh of course, uh, there's no electricity, so that uh, exacerbates uh, sort of the problem. So uh, it is a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, Europe is returning to the dark ages with all these draconian laws and uh, these uh, post-humanist laws that they implement, where humans get so much freedom that it violates the Sharia, it violates the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and as such, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep away the essence of life, which is water, G.
0: Yeah, and then they're running out of gas. Putin. Putin is closing the taps for them, and they are freezing. And what they're saying, let's go back to the Stone Age, where we still huddle up together <laughs> and feel warm, to Mufti. These people, they don't know.
1: They, they won't uh, learn, and history has taught them before, uh, they won't learn, but soon we will have to go back to the Stone Ages, we'll have to go back to the sword, we'll have... Now already, as you know, they're burning wood and coal uh, in China again, uh, one of the so-called superpowers in technologically advanced countries in the world, but they're resorting to uh, b- b- burning uh, firewood uh, to generate heat and to generate energy as well. See now, that with all that technology, they still have to revert back to the old system G.
0: Yeah, Jazakallah for that, Mufti. Mufti, please advise about applying oil in your hair. Oil would not allow water to penetrate your hair. Would this invalidate your wudu and uh, therefore invalidate your salah? What? No oil?
1: <laughs> no oil, no ghee. Yeah, oil is, <laughs> it is, is, is a sunnah. It is a sunnah uh, to apply oil. You know, Rasulullah صلى الله to pour it in his hands and then apply it uh, to his head. Uh, there's many many benefits of of that it cools down uh, the brain and of course it uh, sort of uh, excess nutrients uh, to your hair for, for good hair growth because the airline sometimes it recedes as a person gets old, you know. So in this case, uh, if it doesn't permeate, like uh, the question is saying now, so this is not like normal creams. Oil has been permitted for a person to apply on his head. And then also the forehead and part of the forehead, uh, those are the areas that a person should have uh, the minimum requirement or the FARD requirement for hudu. So there your hudu will be valid, you know. If you put something on any other type of thing that... Uh, does not allow water to permeate uh, through uh, your your hair, or it doesn't allow water to penetrate your skin on your forehead, then only your hudu will be uh, considered to be invalid, and as such, uh, your salah will be invalid also, Ji. Assalamu alaikum, Mud soaring electricity
0: costs. Can I use interest money to pay
1: it, Mufti? Hey, people are suffering really, Shafat, that uh, electricity will continue to rise prices of electricity will continue to rise. Even if it rises like that, you are not allowed to use your interest money to pay your personal bills. In this case, your electricity, because you are paying for services that you are receiving, uh, albeit broken services now with load shedding, etc. You still have to pay for that services. Interest money you have to take, and you have to give it to poor people without asking for Do and without hoping for a reward. Also, you cannot derive personal benefit from uh, interest money
0: uh, Mufti Sabah does diabetes uh, finger prick uh, test. Break your wudu.
1: In wudu, if there's flowing blood, then the wudu will be nullified. If there's no flowing blood, then the wudu will be intact. So sometimes a person will prick his finger using a diabetes test and there'll be no flowing blood. It will just be one drop coming out, you know? So that won't be regarded as flowing blood. The wudu will remain intact. However, if uh, in the unfortunate, if a person is on a uh, blood thinness as well, you know, in aspirin, etc., where the blood becomes extremely thin and he pricks his finger and there's a flow of blood, then uh, the person's do will be nullified. But I always tell them that there's uh, a precaution, you know, that it is best rather to renew your wudu if you are completely uh, uncertain or you're not sure, G. Uh, mufti Saab, is it permissible to remove a facial birthmark? A facial uh, birthmark, see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us like that, you know. We should not alter the creation of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, if that birthmark is uh, hideous and uh, uh, people cannot stand it and it is uh, affecting you, then uh, uh, using laser surgery and this other technology available today, then it would be uh, permissible uh, to remove it because it would be uh, counted as corrective uh, surgery and not as... uh, enhancement or or for beautification purposes. That we're not allowed to do to enhance our features and to beautify ourselves by changing and altering the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Corrective uh, surgery that is permissible so uh, you'll have to ask uh, yourself what is your intention before removing that um, birthmark and you know best what is in your heart, G. Yeah, Mufti,
0: you're saying no Botox. (laughs) Keep Yeah, I (laughs) meant Botox aye, aye.
1: is poison, Shavad. Botox is actually a uh, poison, you know. So that's why people look like puffed up dolls after taking the, uh, their smile and their angry face is completely one because a few hours like that, all the muscles will sort of pull stuff in it. Very, very dangerous also.
0: Yeah. Ah, and you look funny, man. You look <laughs> funny. You'd rather go stand in the field and become a scarecrow. Even the birds and the bees will run away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Mufti's rabbits. Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> they will run for cover, Yusuf. They will run. And Yusuf's, uh, what you got? Guinea fowls too. Hey, <laughs> hey, Botox story that runaway people run away. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Can a wife uh, change a surname after marriage?
1: yes it is permissible for a woman for a wife actually uh, actually to uh, change her surname remember that uh, the hadith that says uh, any person who claims paternity uh, or ascribes himself to someone other than his biological father that person won't, won't be admitted into jannah when a person adopts the surname of her husband Uh, same like the children that are born in a family that is only for identification purposes that you belong to a particular uh, family. It is not uh, claiming that you are biologically related to someone else because uh, people still keep uh, their surnames and then secondly it is not something uh that is haram and it is not something that is impermissible also and neither uh, does a woman you know uh, she has the right not to change the surname she has the right to keep a uh, uh, maiden surname as well so there's no forcing in islam that she will be forced to uh, change and uh, uh, adopt the surname of the husband so it is just a cultural uh, practice that has been accepted throughout the world so any females out there if they want to keep their maiden surname, no problem. And any females out there, married women, if they want to keep uh, their husbands and adopt their husband's surname also, that will also be permissible, G. Is it a permissible to copy software? <laughs> I'll tell you, it's impermissible. Mufti, your take. <laughs> yes, Shafat, if there's a copyright on there, then it will be impermissible because then you'll have uh, to get permission from the creators of that uh, software. And it is also illegal, uh, you know, that is pirating, so you're not allowed to do that and you cannot disgrace yourself and steal also. However, if there's absolutely no copyright on there and sometimes you get free software, uh, then it will be permissible for you to copy that software. So you first have to see uh, if, it is, uh, if there's uh, permission given for you uh, to uh, copy that software If not then abstain from copying
0: Now Mufti uh, Mufi Sahib you get some people You know they uh, do the translation Of the Noble Quran or they print the Noble Quran And they put a copyright How can you put a
1: copyright On the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Well, that is when they want to make money Out of their works and then normally they put a copyright On there to receive royalties and, uh you know, they claim that uh, they've uh, exerted so many hours of uh, of uh, their physical time and well-being in there, so uh, they need to live off the proceeds of that. But if it is literature like that, for Allah's sake, you know, then do it for Allah's uh, pleasure. I remember that uh, Sheikh Saabuni, rahim ta'ala, was a great mufassir from Makkah, died uh, not too long ago when he came to South Africa. He said that after he completed uh, that uh, uh, wonderful tafsir that he wrote, you know, they offered him four or five million riyals for his work, and he said, I did it for the sake of Allah. So uh, those are the people of yesteryear Shabbat. Uh, nowadays, it's all about the money. Gee.
0: Yeah, it's all about the money, the fulus. Uh, Mufti, how much hair is a female allowed to cut before, or after Umrah, Mufti?
1: Yes, so a female, what she will do, she will take and collect a hair on one fingertip, you know, and that which covers one fingertip, that is the amount that she can cut off after she has performed the Umrah rites. So uh, no more than that, Shafat, we don't want them to cut the hair, and then it will uh, resemble that of a man, you know, so female should be careful also that uh, and she can cut her own hair also, you know, just uh, wrap some uh, strands of hair, collect it together, wrap it around your fingertip and uh, measure it there and cut that part of she. Uh, Mufti, is it uh, permissible for
0: men to
1: thread the hair? Hey, men want to do so many things nowadays, uh, Shabbat. You get <laughs> men, uh, you know, you get uh, specific uh, men uh, salons that does facials and all these other things. You know, they call themselves metro men. Now they see so many names coming also. So, yes, uh, threading is Permissible because it's basically the removal of hair, facial hair, most notably, you know. So it is permissible if another man does it. It's not permissible for you if a female does it because uh, you can do and remove your own hair. There's no uh, specific reason or shar'i reason for you that uh, to have your hair removed by a female. So if men does it, no problem, g. Yeah, you go that Pakistani
0: brother will do it. Hey, mufti, don't worry. I thread Hey, yeah, little bit. here, yeah, mufti. Yeah, there. I take it <laughs> and, out.
1: And you, you'll throw in a head massage also, you know, because that is they're famous for. The, the, these Pakistani babas. Uh they'll crack your vertebra, and your neck, and everything. They'll do it. They'll even throw in that for for an extra few rents.
0: and They give it to you, and they don't smack you. They'll give you more, more massage, <laughs> and other <a harder laughs> club too. <laughs> and you say, what do you drink, brother? Please, rather not do this to me. Uh, you know, just give me my <laughs> haircut, but don't give me your massage. They start practicing their karate chops on, on, on people. I noticed that. <laughs> uh,
1: they may yes, take yes. their neck after. Yeah, I don't know. You noticed that. Hey, you South African. You'll, you'll go with, you'll go away there with, the uh, spasms, you know, you'll end up being more than what you feel better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they give you a bigger headache when they give you the head <laughs> massage. And you do, you, you went there without a headache. And hey, then you walk out with a big headache. Ah, it's it's a, hey, uh, massage? I yes. said, no, no, no. Thank you, brother. Thank you. No, no. no massage. <laughs> I massage my head myself. Uh, <laughs> what type of haram
1: uh, does a baby wear, Mufti, Uh So a baby doesn't wear ihram. a newborn baby, an infant doesn't wear ihram. you know. But uh, other children, uh, b- b- those who are more near to pu- puberty, etcetera, they will wear uh, an ihram. So you, if you do your tawaf, etc., and your child is what you, the child will be wearing uh, his or hers, no more clothing, no ihram, tea.
0: Mufti Saab, who will be the leader of females in Jannah?
1: Yes, so some people will claim that it's Maryam, alayhi salatu wasalam. Some people will claim that it is Khadija al Kubra, radiallahu ta'ala anha, or Aisha Siddiqa, radiallahu ta'ala anha. Other people will claim that it's Asiya, the wife of, uh, uh, Firaun, may Allah be pleased with that, you know. The actual leader of the females in Jannah will be the daughter of Rasulullah, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which, uh which is uh, Fatima al-Zahra, radhiyallahu anha. So, uh, she, according to our uh, belief, Ahlus Sunnah wal Jamaa, she is the being that will be credited with that Sayyidah, our uh, Sayyidah disayyah, Ahlul Jannah, you know, the leader of the females in Jannah, inshallah, Ji. Mufti Sabah, this
0: question says, uh, Mufti Sahaba, I'm really enjoying your QA. What about a uh, United States of America dictating to the world, going all over? Besides Europe, uh, USA is imploding from within. They have a very high population of uh, uh, of uh, of uh, the prison population, and they also have a very high population of drunkards and a promiscuity is rife in this country. Besides them dealing in uh, weapons and all that, Mufti Saab is America set for destruction?
1: America is set for self-destruction. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, when he destroys a nation, you know, he makes uh, the people from amongst them turn on each other. They also have the most uh, uh, death rates amongst uh, young people. So uh, because they take 50, 60 vaccines at the time, 30 vaccines also. So that's why they don't even uh, reach uh, adolescence. So many, many young people die. And then they have an unemployment problem and a heavy inflation problem, a uh, fuel price hike and all of these things. And yet, Uh, they are fueling wars across the globe, there's not a single continent except that they want a base in that continent, you know, uh, to spew their venom, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroys them, you know, he uses wildfires, earthquakes and all these other things, and then infighting amongst the people uh, themselves, also Shabbat, remember a lot of racism uh, happening in America as well, you'll see these white cops coming and shooting innocent black people also Uh, so all of these things collectively, when you look at it, then you will see they are being punished for the crimes uh, of the their so-called uh, government, the so-called dictators, those who are writing the policies for them. G.
0: Mufti Sab, I know you call a spade a spade. I want to know why in South Africa we are having a three distinct, distinctive uh, judicial, uh, judiciary bodies for the Muslim Ummah. We find in Cape Town you have the Cape Malay. Now we find in a surveyor we having uh, the African uh, theological bodies, and we know uh, Transvaal and also. Uh, KZN are captured by the Indian ulama. Please, uh, Mufti Saab, why don't you address this issue head on?
1: I spoke about it uh, many, many times, uh, Shafat. Yes, there is a lot of uh, judicial uh, bodies and ulama bodies, and uh, some of them belonging to one body also, uh, six seven, uh, of them uh, falling under Uksa, you know, the United Ulama Council, and then there's another as well. Uh, so there's a lot of dissension amongst the ulama, And uh, somehow uh, the the South African ulama, they're struggling to work together. But you must remember what is happening here. You have one group of ulama that are pro-government, pro-everything that the government says. And, uh, you know, they want uh, that uh, government pat on their backs. So they will say yes to everything that the government says. And at uh, times, you know, that uh, they are violating Sharia as well only to have the tails uh, between the legs when uh, it is proven otherwise. So that is one group. Then you have another group of ulama that are fighting to keep Islam as pristine and pure as uh, possible, you know. Ulama that uh, do not want to deviate So those are basically the two groups of ulama. As far as our African ulama are concerned, they should be incorporated more into affairs, uh, especially uh, those that are run by uh, Indian ulama bodies. uh, That side, you know, like here in Cape Town, that we all work together. There's no uh, racial uh, borders here. That we uh, support and assist one another. So uh, that uh, should be broadened up. And, uh, they should be incorporated into these uh, ulama bodies in a uh, case in, in, uh, Johannesburg as well, you know, because at the end of the day, we use these African students to follow our daru ulums and our madari so that we can have jobs. But uh, when it comes to employing them after that, uh, then uh, we, we delegate them, you know, sort of to becoming just the mu'adhin or teach them, uh, tell them to teach in a maktab. But uh, with the running affairs of the body, that we don't want to incorporate. So that's also a form of, uh, of uh, injustice. That's also a form of uh, racism and it's also a form of apartheid. We must be careful, okay? Mufti Saab, i really enjoying you. Why was the Imam of
0: Makkah Haram arrested and why, Mufti Saab? He is MBS uh, behaving in this uh, manner, and is MBS father complicit in what his son is doing because the father is allowing his son to run a mock mursi
1: Yes, uh, so Sheikh uh, Al Talib, I met him in 2011 when he came to uh, South Africa. You know, he was the third Imam of uh, the Haram, and he was he also served as a, Qadi, a judge. So uh, that is one aspect to, uh, to it, you know. So in 2018, he gave a khutbah saying uh, that uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, they should relook really look at their policies with regards to Qatar and other places that they wanted to have under siege. And he spoke out against that, and he spoke out against tarfia. Tarfia meaning that uh, concerts and entertainment and intermingling of sexes and all these haram things. And then he was immediately jailed after that. Then his case was kicked out and then the appeal court came in and they reinstated rather a 10-year, which is quite a hefty sentence for him. So all of this comes from King Salman. The father, you know, he's still there. He's so sick already. These pacemaker batteries replaced the other day and he gives the orders to his son. So then his son's his son executed. So they're all complicit in the crimes that uh, is uh, there you know in eradicating Islam and uh, making a barrier between uh, where Islamic places and practices are and that which has to do with uh, non-Islamic places so that's why they're dividing the holy lands into these different areas G.
0: Yes sir Mufti Sabah. Uh, this question says Assalamu alaikum please ask Mufti I'm a teacher and have uh, to teach about okay. LBGTQS plus 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 <laughs> minus plus a question for reference which Abrahamic religion actually allows this? I mean, the uh, the Bible and the Quran and the Torah is against. Oh, yes. Go for it,
1: mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Shafat. I spoke about this also about two weeks ago. Uh, I condemned it in the strongest uh, condemnation ever. You know, because I just came from the Dead Sea in Palestine. I, I see. Uh, what is left of uh, the Dead Sea. So, yes, there's absolutely no reference that any of the Abrahamic religions endorses this. You must remember that Ibrahim, salam, he was neither a Christian nor a Jew. He was a Muslim, upright and straight who so implemented Sharia and all the prophets that descended from him and came after him, uh, including Rasulullah in our uh, Islam, uh, never ever endorsed this and we will never ever endorse it. Also, those people who are uh, gender-confused, you know, so are they putting all these names here, LGBTQ, but they're actually confused. It is not an illness. It is not a sickness. It is shaitan who has captured them in all of this. So there's no reference for the G. Yeah, Mufti.
0: Fusion. Confusion, Mufti. Fusion <laughs> and confusion. Yeah. I think, make that the, your, your, your Jumma talk. Fusion yes, confusion. Mufti Ibrahim Smith from Scarf Scrap. Insha'Allah, insha'Allah, definitely. Yeah. And how many rabbits you'll give a uh, to those that will know answers for fusion and uh, fusion and fusion, hey,
1: they should stay away from uh, our rappers, uh, Shafat. You know, that these, uh, they are just yeah, these rivers are creating a chaos here because they're breathing and breeding and they're running around. So uh, I told the students that they can catch them and sell them, also you know, get some pocket money. Ah, if brilliant! If they can catch them, but these things are so fast, it's very difficult to catch them.
0: Yeah, but there's a wasifa that you should give your students. They can, they will actually come to them, Mufti. Yes, yes, but that's when they reach that spiritual level. So uh, most of them only start here now. <laughs> ah, brilliant, Mufti. Yeah, you have to reach that spirituality where you can fly to the mountains with just by closing your eyes and then they will catch the rabbit. So Muftis are absolutely brilliant. Are your
1: parting words? The for the opportunity, and may Allah subhanahu wa taala protect our ummah, protect our youth, especially shafaa. Those people are exposed to all of these uh, satanic and draconian laws that will be implemented uh, soon. May Allah protect us all. Zakumla khairul zaa. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi taala wa barakatuh. Wa
0: alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to Mufti Brahim Smith, and jazakallah khair to all of you for sending in those questions. Yusuf, top Tech, as usual. People keep it locked on to uh, Sirius FM, uh, spiritual hour coming up, uh, the 40, the rules, and uh, Mufti A.K. Hussein will be giving uh, the translation of the Jummah Kudba live from the holy lands. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you, as Alaikum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.